Hi, I'm Jay. And I'm Aaron. And you're listening to episode 29 of the Salty Mother Clutches podcast. So it's March 22nd, and it was 8 degrees, and we went on our first ride. Yesterday, my bike wouldn't start, so I cleaned the terminals on the battery and put it back on the trickle charger. You went up the road and back, and then today, first thing in the morning after I fed the chickens, I rolled the bike out into the sun. The last thing I said to you before I pulled my helmet on was, I'm afraid. I was afraid of a lot of things, but mostly the first thing I was afraid of was getting from the barn to the road, which our yard is now ripped apart. Um, basically, like, you're trying to, like, get the bike across to the driveway through this, like, muck grass bog. Yeah. And it's, like, the rear tires just, like, fishtailing. Yeah. So, like, a little backstory. Like, we, we parked our car at the end of the driveway, mm -hmm. which is, like, I don't know how many feet, like, 500 feet, whatever. Sure. That like sounds that. awesome. Um and then we walk in and like as we're walking in through the yard to the house the grass is like kind of squishy but kind of okay we're like i'm pretty sure we can ride a motorcycle on this and we even parked the car down by the house yeah. this, and that might have been not a great idea i don't know yeah so it was like it's it's looking like it's it, you know it's pretty stable uh, given other years it was fucking awful yeah and like swampland yeah so we're like fuck it let's uh give it a whirl and i went out yesterday just to go up the road for like a little scoot it was not what I thought. <laughs> the ground was not there. Yeah. It was It was just like any little piece of grass that was you thought was going to give you some traction, there was like three inches of pure fucking mud under it. Yeah. So that was fun getting but, out of the yard. But you said once you got up onto the driveway, it was a lot better. Which so, the driveway, just so you yeah. know, we've talked about it before, it's clay. Like it's... It's not paved, it's not gravel, it's not rocks. It's it's literally slippery ass clay. Yeah. I think just having like the extra like air, like the wind getting to it yeah. and everything, it's drying it out. Whereas yeah. the grass, the wind's not getting to the ground. So the ground just, yeah. it's keeping all that moisture in. Well, a like, lot of the grass that we drove across today was snow yesterday. That's also true. So, so, so yesterday, we, first day that we were like, all right, let's roll the bikes out. Let's see what's going on because our we said this on the show like six hundred thousand million times um that doing like winter storage routines and what do you gotta do to your bike and your six step point um like i don't know your six like point look of like these things are the what you gotta do to store your bike for the winter yeah F fuck you like no stop doing bullshit like it's, it's literally, it doesn't do anything. Okay. It, I mean, it does very, it does so very little and it's not worth the effort. Well, what, like, what are, what are a few of these points? Like the only point that I can ever think of that I try to do is just put stabilizer in the gas, which I did not do. Yeah. Stabilizer in your gas or drain the tank completely. Yes. Let it air dry. Yeah. Turn off your fuel, drain your no. carburetors or no. take your carpals off. Let those dry out. No. Or let them soak over the winter, which no one does. 
Um, I don't know. There's like a thousand million different things. Take there's out like, your battery. Do you take your battery take out? Take your battery out no, for sure. No, trickle chargers are for chumps. <clears throat> and you take your battery out. You bring it indoors. Do you take in, the tires the off? Take them in so they stay good? You might as well. <laughs> um, so, well, some people put their bikes on like jacks and tables and stuff to like keep them off the floor. Um, they fog all their chrome with like bullshit so it doesn't rust, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Keeping them in heated a garage. Like, I don't know. There's like 600 million so, things. So I did zero of those things. Did you do any of those things? Um, I don't remember. You, I thought you had your bike on a trickle charger for some amount of time, but then we... No. You didn't? No. Okay. I thought you did. I feel I, like you I did lying. yesterday. Okay. Yesterday was the first day it was on a charger. Okay. The battery, I left the battery in the bike, the gas in the bike, gas was turned on. Yeah. The key was in my pocket. My key was in the bike. <laughs> and um, I just assumed the battery was dead because you would assume that. Yeah. So I charged it. And you charged mine. Turned the key and the bike worked. Ta-da! Except mine, mine didn't work yesterday. Yours didn't work. But so we took had to take off the seat and then cl- I cleaned the <clears throat> contacts on the battery and then put it on the charger again last night and then today started so ta-da yeah had your battery been staying at the delta all winter <laughs> then like it would have been fine okay but it's not a big deal shit happens whatever dealt with it in like less than a day does it beat uh trying to store your battery all winter and dealing with this other bro- bullshit yeah it's better yeah it's better it's way easier so today we got your bike going yeah. and my bike got going and then, like, wiggle-waggled all the way through the mud pit to get to the driveway. Yeah, we wiggle-waggle, squiggle-squaggled. It was very, very slippery. I was afraid. I didn't like it. <laughs> it's fun. It was a very quick adrenaline rush that I did not want to have within the first, like, moving my bike the first foot away from the barn. <laughs> I, I didn't like it. But, you know, just a little reminder, last year... I had a very weird, similar thing happen where I was a little, getting a little wiggle waggly on the wet grass and then I fell yeah. down on my bike. So my bike fell on the ground and I didn't want to do that again. Not yeah. the first fucking ride of the season. Yeah. And I didn't. Hooray. Yeah. Like the last time, like I know, I know that feeling, like when you're just, you feel like the weight push out under you and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Um, I, I laugh every time that happens to me. I'm just like, ha ha. I was laughing today. Um, I, that happens like on sand, happens on dirt, happens on like wet yellow lines mm-hmm. a lot of the time. And it's just like, makes your heart jump and you're like, whoa, oh, crazy. Yeah. It's like a feeling that you're not used to doing like, especially in a car or anything like that. Yeah. So like you, after not riding for like many months and that happens, it's like a really weird jolt back into <laughs> motorcycling. Yeah. When you're like, oh yeah, I forgot that my body can go from feeling totally chill and like this is gonna be a fun ride to like shit your pants in like one heartbeat because you know you slipped on a little piece of grass yeah but it wasn't just slipping on a little piece of grass it was like slipping our way across like an (laughs) acre of land and then hitting the pavement which is a hundred percent it looks like a dirt road yes that's how much dirt is on our road and our road's broken up as fuck yeah so that's cool but we, we got the handle of it, like, pretty much right away. Well, the good thing was, at least as soon as I started riding, I was like, okay, my bike feels like everything's fine. So I just got to, like, settle my heart down, and it'll be fine. And bike that, was riding fine. 
and that's the thing when I'm like criticizing people like doing all this like pre-storage bullshit. It's like, yeah, you're doing all these like checks and checking this, checking this, checking your battery, checking your lights, checking your horn, blah, blah, blah. Like, just park your bike in the springtime, stick the key in, get it going and go for a ride. See what happens. When you go for a ride, you're going to know what happens to your, what's wrong with your bike in that little bit of time. Yeah. Like, it won't take much. You won't be far until you're like air in the tires. Yeah. Or like, my signals don't work. Or like, I didn't turn my gas on. (laughs) or like maybe my gas is shitty yeah it'll happen on the first ride no matter what yeah and i guess like the bike was like everything was riding fine i knew that i had a light out since the end of last year Mm -hmm. and since it was like eight degrees when we left and we bundled up and it probably climbed two degrees while we were out today yeah i felt like it got warmer and we were riding along the coast and it was so awesome. The, like the bay is just like full of ice. There's snow everywhere. The whole time I'm like, this is, this was a poor choice. Like this is not <laughs> something you should be doing. But except for the intersections, overall the roads were really good. Like they were yeah. heaved. But I mean yeah. like there was no real like dirt accumulation or salt or anything on the roads. It was just like only in the corners. And mm-hmm. I just took them really carefully. Yeah. So then we went to Canadian Tire to get that bulb that I needed. And then some guy talked to us for a while about how much he likes my bike. And then... Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. First, we left the house and I'm dressed in like my my new jacket, my new riding jacket. Yeah, you look hot as fuck. And I'm like, I'm, I'm there. I'm here for this. And you're like, I feel like a dupe. I have a... A dupe. <laughs> like, I look like a doofus and I feel like I'm inside a quilt. Because yeah. I, I was wearing like, like we were both wearing red plaid, but yeah. you were absolutely fashion lady. And yeah. I was like, gross old dude from the farm lady. Yeah. And sure enough. Yeah. Well, like I'm wearing like my, my fitted like motorcycle riding yeah. like, hoodie type thingy. So yeah. like it's, it's pretty hot. I'm wearing a plaid coat. And you're wearing like a square plaid coat <laughs> because you have like, you know, sweaters and shit underneath. That. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, doesn't matter. Like you are gonna make friends on that indian I'm like i look like a fucking turd and like, like it doesn't no. matter Pe- people are too afraid to even acknowledge me most of the time <laughs> and i am not a friendly person so lo and behold at crappy tire we're in the parking lot and this like 71 year old dude because he told us you know he's 71 now he owns some honda 1100 2005 2007 spirit with like 300,000. Apparently 300 and some thousand kilometers on it. Sure. I don't believe that for one second. Yeah, probably not. 300 and some thousand. 300,000 kilometers. Like on a Spirit? On a ha- on any motorcycle. Any motorcycle. In say 15-ish years. Like my yeah. bike's older than that. Without, he said, without even adjusting the valves. Not one thing. Nothing's ever been done to it. It's perfect. No one's ever been in the engine. Bam. Like, okay, cool. So can I go now? Okay. So the guy has finished talking to us. He's going to go in. He's finally going to go into the store and we're going to go now. We've got helmets on. We're ready to go. And then my bike won't start. So guess what? Guy comes back. He's going to help me now. He's going to teach me how to start my bike. Yep. Because he has the same bike. Oh, yeah. Give her a little more choke. Yep. Do that. Yep. 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 And I'm just like, oh, my God. Can this guy please go away? 
Like, I would like to, like, cope, like, by myself. I don't need this guy, like, coaching me how to start my bike. And, you know, it's also, let's remember, it's the first time this bike has moved in six months or Mm -hmm. five months. And who knows what what could be the problem. Anyway, the bike doesn't start for the first three tries. Mm -hmm. And then finally I get the bike started. Yep. But the point of that, I think, is that it's your fucking bike. You know the work you've done to the bike. You know what parts you put into it. You know how it... Like, every bike starts different. Every yep. bike has its different quirks. Yeah. And you know that bike. You ride the fuck out of that bike. Thank you. This guy doesn't know shit. He's 71-year-old white dude trying to teach a lady how, how to start how to start a motorcycle. Bike. That like, she's been riding and she's done all the work on it and she's changed the um, rectifiers and stators and like, you know this bike. Yeah. This chump does not. I, I thought that was annoying, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I don't love that. That's a thing that happens. Unless you're actually a bike mechanic and you want to yeah. step back over and just be like, I think this actually huge thing is wrong with your bike and I can fix yeah. it for you right now, right here at the Canadian Tire. Otherwise... Keep walking. Yeah. If dude was like, hey, sounds like your starter's shorting out. Like maybe your starter's getting a bad ground and like it's not putting (laughs) out the voltage. You'd be like, oh shit, that's a really good opinion. But if your valuable opinion is to tell me to give it more choke, can you just please fuck off? Yes. Thank you. Furthermore, went on to criticize my bike. Yeah. Well, before anything, he -hmm. was like, yeah, love, love, love your bike, love your bike. Like, he just fucking creaming over my bike yeah. and then looks at you and, and says, well, I don't know if she'll make it home. Those yeah. Harleys, doot, 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 doot. Next yeah. thing you know, Honda's like, wah, wah, wah. And, you know, to be fair, I take the piss out of fucking Sportsters all the time because mm-hmm. they are rotten garbage. And I'm surprised <laughs> it started today at all. Yeah, you were the hero. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's like, if you're going to bet on one of these bikes getting home, it's don't, it's not my bike. It's probably the shadow. But the fact is like, you know, for those, those same reasons, I know my bike. Yeah. You don't. Stop talking shit about something you don't know about. Yeah. Fuck off. Jog on. I can talk shit about a sportster because I know about it. I know it's shit. So my bike started and we still took the long way home and it like the bike was running fine. So like, you know. It could be what? It could be maybe I didn't maybe I didn't fully charge the battery. Maybe it was eight degrees. Maybe the gas didn't get stabilizer in it. Like there's yeah. just like some variables, right? Yeah. So it was having a rough start. Like, I mean, I have a I'd have a rough start if I like got tucked into a fucking dark garage for five months and no one looked at me. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah, the, your, your very first ride of the season where you're running gas from last fall, whether you put stabilizer in it or not, or whatever the fuck you did, like, you have to give your bike at least a tank of gas before you start thinking about, like, yeah. worst case scenario shit. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, no, just just run some fresh gas in it, and it's yep. probably fine. So, um, talk about fee-wees for a second. Um, you're my favorite person to ride motorcycles with. Oh, um, we were riding along and I mean, I'm leading, so I'm deciding that we're going the whole ride. We were doing definitely the speed limit. I was taking corners like really carefully, like just, you know, getting the bike legs as we've called it before. And then I swear it was within like, like 10 minutes. You were riding so close to me that you were not anything I could find in a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I was like, okay, we're good. Well, I mean, I, I started out pretty cautious. Like, the roads are pretty dusty yeah. and corners and shit. So, like, I'm aware. I'm very aware of that stuff. Yeah. But a lot of the roads, like, once we got out there, it was like, shit, man. Like, very some good. Some of these roads are really good. Like, very good. So, like, yeah, I was still playing it smart. But for the most part, it was like a fucking free-for-all. <laughs> Go where the fuck I want. <laughs> no, that was awesome. And that was fun. It was just, like, I had, like, a little fee-wee moment where I was like, aww. Like, I have to lean forward to find you in my mirror, because that's how close you are. And when we were, we were riding into Summerside today, and we're kind of coming up to a red light, and I could hear us both, like, shifting at the exact same time, mm. pulling away, shifting at the exact same time. It's like... In sync. In sync, man. In sync. Yeah, I, I mean, as I was saying this yesterday when I took the bike up the road, too. It's like, you think about motorcycles all winter, because you can't ride, and... You, you know how to ride and you're not going to forget. And I'm not, a, not afraid of that. I'm not afraid of being wobbly on a first ride or like anything mm-hmm. weird. But like when I got back, I remember saying to you like, you know what? I don't remember changing gears. Like I don't remember like what footwear I was wearing. I don't remember what I was doing. Like I went, you know, far. I went fast. So I must have been changing gears. But like I don't remember doing it. Yeah. Like it's just one of those things where you get on the bike and, like, everything just comes back instantly. Yeah. And, like, that's one of those things when, like, you're riding close with someone and, like, you just, you're like, oh, yeah, it is real easy. Yeah. And, like, you know, it's, you get back into the groove of those things, I think, pretty quick. Yeah, I think so, too. And, I mean, I don't think it was like that on year two, but I think, like, over time. No. Especially, like, we ride together all the time. So, like, we, like, we already know how the other person's gonna ride, right? Yeah. And you can tell based on like X, Y, Z, if something's going wrong or something's going right. And you just yeah. kind of go with the flow. I mean, I should counteract what I said by like, yeah, like year one or two of riding, like we were fucking shit in the spring. Mm-hmm. Like we were garbage and like we were wobbly, we were not confident. And like yeah. we would schedule to go to a parking lot and like practice like yeah. <laughs> going and stopping. Yeah. Um, and I think even since then, I still see a lot of value at I value do. in that. I do too. And I keep saying that like, I really want to, because I know, like, I know that I can ride really well, but sometimes I need to like prove it to myself in order to, you know, I just need to prove it to myself, I guess. Yep. I need to do it to like prove it to myself. So like, I'm like, ah, I'm go- I need to go to a parking lot and like, I, like I can do like, you know, this whatever turn, like I can do figure eights in like a parking space size thing. I can do a lot of that technical stuff, but I don't. So it's like every year I mean to be like, oh yeah, I want to go do this because it just makes me feel much more confident knowing that I can. Yeah. And I can, but I just, I haven't done that in like the last two years, I don't think. Mm. So I got to put that on the list. I mean, I should be doing, I should do it again too. And I want to do it again because even though what was it? This bike, I've had it for three seasons mm-hmm. against the two-year rule. Yes. And I have I have never been able to ride this bike like any of my past bikes. And it's just like a weird thing like with the clearance of the handlebars or whatever. So like I should be doing it just to like confirm mm-hmm. what can be done with this bike. What can yeah. I do and what can be done? Because there's... There's a difference between what could be done before and what I can do. Yeah. And then you compare it to this bike and it's like, eh, okay, it's different. It's totally different. 
I'm not a worse rider. It's just yeah, I have a diff. I have to handle this thing differently. So yeah, it's like you 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 have to find your your oh shit moment mm -hmm. when you lose control or you lose balance and you think it's going down. Like you need to hit that point where you've gone a little bit too far mm -hmm. and recovered or didn't recover. Yeah, to know that you you know what you're what you can do. Yeah, and it was like me eating shit last year at the my parents' garage and then not eating shit this year at our yeah. garage, which I thought was going to happen. Exactly. And like, it's just, it's easier to eat shit in the driveway <laughs> or in a parking lot than it is like out on the road. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, if you have to make like this like crazy ass U-turn, like, yeah, maybe, um, maybe you will fucking crash if you're trying yeah. to do that on the road for the first time. Maybe yeah. you should be doing that in the parking lot for a little bit or whatever it is. It's a lot easier to crash solo. <laughs> you know what? And if I had have like wiped out in our driveway or in our yard, I would have gotten drenched in muck. <laughs> Probably no damage could be done because you just... <laughs> the bike would just sink. It'd be like landing on like, I don't know, like fucking cotton candy. Like we stopped today in a... I pulled us into like this dirt parking lot and I started to pull in and was like, uh-oh, and stopped us. <laughs> And went to like put my kickstand down and the kickstand was just like sinking forever. Your tire yeah. like sunk down yeah. like five inches into the muck. I'm yeah. like, uh-oh. My kickstand went in. I'm like, eh, I got five minutes. Yeah. So this is our driveway in our yard. It's the same. Yeah. Ugh. But but my tire was sunk down like in that little amount of time, like pretty much up to the rim. Yeah. <laughs> like. That was not, terrible. Not great uh, cruising. <laughs> so um like this we we got out this wait what's the date today march 22nd march 22nd so like we pretty much get out at least once or twice in march every year i think i don't know about that a lot of years last year for sure okay well uh it's like that time of year when we're definitely itching to get out really starting the bikes and we're figuring shit mm -hmm. out so i was just trying to i was thinking like when we we're riding like Last year, it was like, it was nice to get out because we were like, the lockdown just started. So we were kind of cooped up and like getting out almost felt like, like bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, 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 like we're not allowed. Well, like we're you, not allowed to leave our house and our property. Yeah. That. And like, you know, if you do, you're, you're in a car. Like a lot of people are just going for drives, mm -hmm. but it's like, you're in a car and like, you're in a bubble, you're in like a contain container. You're on the motorcycle and you're like, I'm actually like out in the open. Like, am I kind of breaking the rules? <laughs> and like last year, I remember on our first few rides out, like when we're still, it was still like winterish. Yeah. We would be afraid to go to the gas station. We were like, there's a virus. We don't know what's going to happen yeah. if we come near it. And we were afraid to touch like the gas pumps and it's like well i'm wearing gloves so maybe it's fine because i got these leather gloves on yeah and i don't i don't, let's let's not go to the gas station yeah like like at that time like one year ago people were being advised not to wear masks right their medical masks non-medical masks didn't do anything yeah don't bother with them and stop buying in 95 masks because there's a shortage yes and for frontline workers need them yeah so don't wear a 95 mask and don't bother with these uh, non-medical ones because it's pointless. Yeah. What you got to do is wash all surfaces. Yeah. Because at that time, it was believed that like the virus was on, could be on a surface for like up to two weeks. Mm -hmm. 
um, which we now know is not true. Yep. And now we're all wearing masks, non-medical masks. Yep. And we're not wearing gloves. Because back then people were wearing no masks, but they were all wearing disposable fucking gloves. Yeah. Still touching their eyes, but at least they got gloves on. You don't need to do that. You just need to wash your hands. It was really strange for us last year. And um, we just re-listened to the last episode where we talked to Crashy Tom. I think it was, I can't remember the date, but it was around all this shit. It was like early April episode of last year. Yeah. Episode eight, I think. So like, this is the time of year when we're, we're, we're planning trips. We want to schedule vacation. We want to do things this summer. Mm -hmm. And last year it was really like, you know, we didn't know if this was going to last two weeks, four weeks, or they're like, so this is first wave three months. And we're like, what, like, what even is this? Mm -hmm. So we couldn't plan for anything. Um, and PEI is very small. So when the island was shut down, we were confined to, like, I don't even know, like, how many miles this island is. But it's, like, <laughs> you know, a couple hours from the end to the other. Yeah. Like, there, it's not it's not very big. But, like, we still got to manage to get some trips in. Like, we when the we had the Atlantic bubble. When we had the Atlantic bubble, at least we could leave this province and, yeah. you know pop over to nova scotia new brunswick technically yeah. we could have gone to newfoundland um yeah but here's yeah here's the thing it's like the atlantic bubble thing like it like the whole whole covid thing fucked up our travels last year yes we were planning to go to newfoundland originally yeah like on a regular 2020 yeah um but we everything got shut down and then eventually we opened up to like this atlantic bubble with the atlantic provinces the rules were still kind of fucked up because we could go to Nova Scotia without any paperwork or anything. And then we had to get paperwork to get back on the island. But I think if you go to Newfoundland at the time, you still had like a shit ton of paperwork and you had to apply like days ahead. Okay. Which was the same for New Brunswick. Okay. So if we went to New Brunswick to get to Nova Scotia, we had to do the New Brunswick oh, paperwork yeah, right. yep. to get through Nova Scotia in order to, you know, do whatever. But because the ferry was running, we could just go direct to Nova Scotia. Yeah, we just hop, we skipped New Brunswick and just yeah. did Nova Scotia because it was just such a weird ass time and a weird pain in the ass to do all this crazy paperwork stuff and know what you're doing like days in advance, which, yeah. you know, we had this, that episode on spontaneity. You need a little bit of it, but not everything is going to be pre-planned. Yeah. So last year was kind of a fucking shit show. Yeah, it totally was. And we we ended up, we only traveled to, like, out of province. We only traveled to Cape Breton Island two times. Yeah. Once was what we were planning to do. But then, as we all know, my motorcycle got left behind. So I had to go back and get it. So two times we were we spent, we spent mm-hmm. like, four days in Nova Scotia. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all we did. So, yeah, speaking of Crashy Tom, we didn't get to see Crashy Tom no. last year. Which, like our that's first year weird. in, like, ten years or more that we have not... Um, ridden with crashy tom and how like how far away is he from us like is it a, uh two hours it's a two hour drive yeah like that's fucked two, up. two hours and like a oh, bridge fee right so all that being said um it's a new year it's a year later things are different today like we could have gone to a gas station and you know we do go to work and yep. we're allowed to leave our houses we can't leave the province well we can if we do we need to self-isolate for two weeks and we need paperwork and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, so we're trying to make plans now for 2021 and 
they're talking about having the Atlantic bubble again mm-hmm. next month. So there is a possibility that we could go camping in New Brunswick, camping in Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. Like we were looking at uh, campsites even today. And it's like some campgrounds aren't accepting tent people. They're only accepting RVs and shit because they don't want to deal with like the bathroom situation and cleaning bathrooms and maintaining the facilities. So it's like, or maybe they just don't have the resources to do it as far as like people to clean. Yeah. So yeah, we're running into like campsites that campgrounds where you can't go in a tent. Yeah. So it's like, well, I mean, I'm on a motorcycle, so I can't tow my RV behind me. Yeah. And like you rent a cabin, but not all the cabins have bathrooms and they're more expensive and they're they're harder to book yeah so like yeah the whole like traveling on a dime with like a tent on the back of the bike and it's like it's really going to depend on like what campgrounds you get and like what the regulations are going to be yeah i have a feeling a lot of private campgrounds are going to be a little more like lowbrow about it Mm. um whereas like some of the provincial ones and especially the federal ones are probably going to be neurotic as fuck I would say they so would it's be, like, yeah. you know, if you want that peace of mind and go to something like that, maybe that's what you got to do. But also it's going to be expensive and probably really brutal. So, um, what do you want to do for travel this year? Well, what do you want to do and what can, what can you slash we do? Um, I think like, again, it's hard not to compare this to like this time last year. Cause last year we just didn't know what the fuck we mm-hmm. could do. And now this year we're thinking of things like, well, you know, I could go to Newfoundland, but their cases are kind of high. And like, you know, Nova Scotia is doing pretty good, but Moncton has those clusters. So we don't want to go to New Brunswick so much unless we can avoid Moncton. And and now they have that fucking mysterious neurological disease. Yeah. In like the uh, Acadian Peninsula. So it's like. That's our neighbors. It's like, I don't know. It's like. It's 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 still kind of more fun where it's like oh my god there's like COVID over here and there's this over here and this is they got the new version of COVID over here like where do you want to go? Yeah, it seems like, seems like it sucks. I mean that all being said, I am I'm open to having another year exploring this island, but mm-hmm. I would like to camp more and I would like to camp with you yeah. only you. Yeah, thank you. Pretty much only want to camp with you. I only camp with me, so. Cool. Um, but yeah, I want, I want to do more island camping. And I think I think what's going to make the difference there is like, because we did do a lot of like island exploration last year because out of necessity. Yeah. But I think instead of just, because it's, it's hard because like we live so close. So it's like, well, we can go here and stay the night, but we only live like an hour away. So it's like, it's kind of dumb. It's a lot of work to get someone to take care of chickens and give a cat a thyroid pill yeah. every 12 hours and then take care of a dog and... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I think what we got to do is like kind of make like little mini vacations out of it where it's like, yes, we're going here, but like instead of like normally when we're on the road or doing a trip, it's like we camp here one night, you camp somewhere else the next night because you're doing a big trip. You're going places and yeah. just camping along the way. Whereas I think what we need to, we need to look at it like, you know, going to uh, a place as a destination and staying for a day. Mm-hmm. Like going to one place camp there for two to three nights and like explore that little area yeah. like more intensely than you would if you're just passing through yeah totally so like and we've done that and to cape breton like <laughs> yeah. like a lot so like we know cape breton very well yeah so aside from that um uh, i want to go to new brunswick i think 
Yeah. Um, I want to go to New Brunswick too. So, I want to uh, see Tom. Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously we were going to check out uh, Crashy Tom, but, uh, um, not going to be too specific of where we want to go. Cause I want to make sure I get there first. Um, uh, so okay. no, no spoilers on that, but I do want to go, um, uh, riding and camping in New Brunswick and, uh, like little off the beaten track. And I want to find a spot where we can kind of set up shop for like a few days. Mm-hmm. And like I was trying to say, like explore that little area, like more intensely yeah. than, uh, you know, just passing through. Like there was a day recently <clears throat> I was at work and I just got like this out of the blue, you texted me this map of in New Brunswick and I'm like, is that a place you want to go or so what's, yeah. and you're like, yeah, I know what camping, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be fun. Okay. Well, sadly, um, my, my goals are pretty pathetic now. Um, because you know, it wasn't, it was only like a little over a year, a year ago that my goal was we were going to ride to Toronto and see Big Al. And now I'm like, uh, I never want to go to Ontario and I never want to even have to look at Quebec. So best case scenario, um, I stay in the Atlantic bubble. So like my goals are like quite small, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, I mean, it's kind of a bummer when you think about it, but like at the same time, flip it back around and be like, okay, cool. But you know, the cool thing is we can explore a province that we live in a cool little province. Mm-hmm. And if we're allowed to explore the two like close neighbors, that's a lot of cool places to ride and a lot of cool shit to do yeah i mean i find when traveling through the atlantic provinces on you know most road trips because we're trying to go somewhere far Mm -hmm. for whatever reason that's what we decide yeah um you see all this neat stuff in atlantic canada but it's like you don't have time to stick around yeah because you're going somewhere else you're going somewhere far so it's like yeah let's just just stick around and in terms of like who i'm riding with i found (laughs) last year i had like i rode in a couple like group rides and a couple group things. Mm -hmm. And because like I live my life in a mask and I an introvert and we're we're isolated all the Mm -hmm. time. Like I don't really, I don't have a lot of great trust, um, for, with other people. Mm -hmm. So I don't trust who I'm going to be hanging out with has been, you know, keeping the, keeping their, their personal bubbles small and tight and they're being safe and they're being whatever. So like, I don't really like being put in situations where I'm hanging out with people that like, I may not really know them, love them or trust them that much, but yet I'm hanging out with them. And I'd rather spend my, I'd rather give my time to people that like, I know, love and trust. Mm -hmm. So that has definitely shifted. I don't, I don't like wasting my time, um, with people who are not very important to me. I mean, that sounds harsh, but... It sounds harsh. I think that's I don't, that's more than true. I don't mean to be harsh, but it just, it kind of shifts the priorities of, like, who's important, right? Yeah. I mean, and, you know, on a lesser harsh note, but it's in similar vein, when I'm saying long trips, um, you travel with a group, you know, you don't talk very often. You're stopping for, you know, snacks, breaks, and then the most of your time spent together is at the end of the night when you're yeah. done riding for the day. It's usually just a quick night. By the morning, no one's talking to each other and you're just on the road again. Yeah. Um, the way I'm thinking 
from what the way 2020 went and what I'm thinking 2021 is going to be like is like these more intimate trips where like you're going not quite as far but you're enjoying the ride and enjoying like more like for lack of a better word like touristy things or like just like fun interesting things that you find interesting mm-hmm. um there's going to be more importance put on relationships yeah so that like it's really important to have like a stronger relationship with people that you're going to spend that much time with outside of riding yeah so that you can do all these things like cook together and get food and go on hikes or enjoy like the same sort of museums or whatever the fuck it is you want to do yeah doing that with like someone that you barely like and you're just riding with um it's it's, torture it's torture it's not going to work so i think there's going to be more i'm putting more focus this year on like the the intimacy of the group around you and like doing things that are collectively really fun mm-hmm. and have it being less about just like rip roaring to a spot and then like getting fucking tanked and then all being like chumps at the end of it and then going home yeah less you're looking for some quality looking for some quality over just like drunken shit <laughs> So you know what fucking sucks? What fucking sucks? When you accidentally drive into a parking spot and park your bike down a hill. (laughs) Accidentally (laughs) park downhill? Yeah. Like front tire first, like just straight down the hill and you're like, ah, fuck. Yeah, don't you just have to leave? Don't you just have to leave the parking space? How? Oh, you mean, I know what you mean now. I'm like, I'm just thinking about a parking lot. I'm thinking about being on a road. No, I mean, like, you're, you're pulling, like, into, like, a parking spot, like, at a building or, a, you know, there's, like, a something in front of you. And it's downhill. You drive straight <laughs> in and you're like, here I am. I parked. And then you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Because you got to, like, duck walk turd backwards. Because you can't back yourself you up a hill. You can't push uphill. You can't. There's not enough room to drive forward to turn. Can you blast over the curb? Fuck no. Um, no, you're literally like begging your friends around you to like pull you, you backwards. Um, or you're begging the people next to you to like get out of their parking spots so you can like like turn it real hard and <laughs> scoop yourself back out. Yeah. like you Has know, this happened to you? This, this has not happened to you? This happens to me like all the fucking time. Like there's uh, a reason bikes back in the... In the parking spaces okay and I can, i'm sure this is the reason i can tell you the the most like i can tell you the time that this happened to me it happened to me one time it was probably our last ride in the fall and you decided to pull into some field and we yeah. pulled into the field and as, i was as like you do and i pulled into the field and was like wait this field is entirely downhill to a river yes and i can't ride all the way down to the river and i can't move yes. and i was very very angry yeah. with you that you sabotaged me like that and i needed you to pull me out yeah so you know it fucking sucks when that happens <laughs> yeah. and you're like oh so it does happen to you all the time and you just dragged me down that one yeah, time yeah sure did you butthead yeah so like that happens in like parking lots and stuff too though <laughs> Like where they have like the big concrete dividers and shit. And you're like not thinking. You're like, do I have to back into this spot like a fucking biker? It's like, no, I'm just going to drive in because I'm just. Like a cool dude. I'm just going to like, you know, I just got shit to do. I'm just going to park. I'm just going to park my bike here forever. Yeah. So then like. And call a cab. So you park up right up to the curb. You're like, there, parked. And you're like, how the fuck am I going to get out of here? (laughs) 
like, how the fuck am I going to get out of here? I can't, I can't turn my tire. I can't go straight. I can't go backwards because it's up a hill and I'm a little weakling. That's when it comes in really handy that I can make a friend every time I don't want to. <laughs> Some fucking chump's going to come up to me and can say something about the Indian. And they're going to be like, you, you know what you got to do? You're stuck. You're going to need a, a push. And I'll be like, yes, fine. You know what you need? A 71 year old man with a Honda. To help me To help you push. move your motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, you know what? I'm such a worrier by nature that I don't put myself in those positions. Um, that would have to be a real bad accident for me to like pull into something like that. Like, you know, someone leads me into a fucking farm field. Like who would do that? There'd be like an app on your phone and it's a purple icon and it says podcasts. And it's already on the phone? Yeah. Oh my God, there it is right there. Podcasts. Yeah. So go there. It says says continue. All right. And then what do I search? So, So the podcast is called Salty Mother Clutchers. Salty Mother there it is right there there it is that got real serious and not so fun anymore i'm so fucking proud of you how's your mike's hard white freeze a lady with distinction not diction i mean i would like a really like high quality drunken shit okay wash that down with a freezy oh my god (laughs) is it gonna get funny again holy shit that's a white freezy. Anyone interested in uh, dog sitting, pilling cats, and taking care of chickens, you get free eggs out of it. We got like eight degrees today and we're like, woo, let's bust out the bikini oh. drinks.